0: Welcome back to the Make Money Making Videos Podcast. What's going on guys and welcome back to episode number eight of the Make Money Making Videos Podcast. Without further ado, we're going to jump into it. Today, I got my good friend Noah on here with me. Noah, introduce yourself, tell yourself, uh, you know, say who you are to the people.
1: What's up? Um, I'm a filmmaker from London. I'm 20 years old. And yeah, let's go. Let's go on with it.
0: I love it, bro. First off, let's break dice. How do we know each other? Let's, let's f- fill the people in.
1: We know each other from the first day you came to secondary school, didn't you?
0: Yes, exactly. You're, you're the first um, person's house that I ever came back to.
1: So we had a little bet back in the COD MW2 days. Uh-huh. Um, thought you could beat me in a 1v1 quickscope match. Yep, on Rust.
0: On Rust. On Rust,
1: and he was obviously wrong. Yeah, uh, but I, I, was Xbox on
0: it. I was an Xbox player, though, and you were the PS4 player.
1: That, that's true. That, that was the
0: technicality. Fun. That would be my, Sorry. like, uh... You know, my technicality, I, I would bring that up quite a bit. The, um, co-
1: the competition started early, put it that way.
0: It did. So we sat down next to each other in class and uh, got beefing about who was better at the Quickscope, No Scope. Obviously, I was a cocky <laughs> little American kid coming from America. So, of course, I'm the best at the Quickscope, No Scope. Of course, I could take you on on PS4. You know what I mean? Went back. I got beat. Think I think it was 8, eight to... Eight, you won by eight, I think. It was eight or two, but I'm I thinking see, it might have been eight. You
1: remember that. That's that's impressive. must have scarred you I, for yeah, life. I like.
0: do. Like, hey, believe me, bro. I'm still, <laughs> I still wake up in cold sweats three in the morning, bro, thinking, damn, Noah got me that day, man.
1: Um, Yeah. So that's what, like, that's nine, eight years ago? Yeah. Nine years ago. Yeah. It's,
0: it's just over eight years ago. And it's crazy because that's how we started editing, was to do with Call of Duty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we used to do, um, like, montages of you know, sniper clips, that kind of thing, and using crappy little laptops. That's how we started.
0: Yeah, it was. It was crappy little laptops, and we were literally just checking out some of this before we started the thing. You would yeah. be looking at those OCE contests. You know, shout out to anybody who knows what OCE means. Uh, yeah. You know, I won't even yeah. give that away. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, so we started editing in Call of Duty. It's not official editing at all. You know what I mean? Like- oh, no,
1: we literally just, fuck it. well, for me at least, it was downloading Sony Vegas. Yep, yep. Uh, And looking up YouTube tutorials of, okay, so this guy did, how did he do that weird transition? Google. And like, you try to describe the transition, look it up, copy copy exactly what they do, Uh and then just implement it into yours. And that's how you learn how to, that's how I learned to keyframing, sync into music, all that stuff. And that was, I never really thought of it as like learning. It was just something that I wanted to do. It was just kind of like a fun little hobby to make these videos.
0: Dude, I say this all the time. I say, by the time I knew how to edit, or by the time I realized what I'd done, it was too late. I already knew how to edit. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't thinking about it like, oh yeah, I'm gonna teach myself how to edit, and then in nine years I'm gonna be a you know freelancer. You know, it was not thought out at all. Like neither of us would think it. It was just like by the time we knew how to edit, we sort of just knew how to edit. It was like, okay, we Yeah, there's you
1: know, there never a phase where I was like, okay, now I need to learn how to edit. It was kind of yeah, just yeah. It just gradually did it itself.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a natural progression, I think is a good way to describe it. Cause it was just like yeah. fuck it, we're interested in this thing. We do it every day. It's obviously a topic at school and stuff like that. You know, like showing each other the edits and stuff and then you, you know, you know, naturally, you know, start showing your friends, competing with your friends and shit like that. Yeah. And
1: then, like off and lights.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And that progressed naturally. So it's like boom, right off the bat, we started with the Call of Duty and everything like that. And that would just literally progress. Progress and progress and progress. Uh, you know, until, you know, what it is now. A freelance career that we're making money off of it both of us you know don't work regular jobs we go out there and we you know we film videos we edit videos whatever the case may be but it's like uh it's just that natural progression from the editing and uh you know there was something in the middle there you know with, with the whole tq9 channel and everything like that which obviously built like a foundation of client interaction and stuff like that yeah talk a yeah, little bit that... about, about the tq9 tv channel there's people watching um, this who you know they're, they're very in the loop with, with my channel and they've heard me talk about it heavily but give a like an explanation of what tq9 tv well, was
1: well, first of all, I'll take it back to when I first got a camera. Mm, mm. So my girlfriend at the time, she had a Canon 600D. Yep. And she was around mine. She brought it around. We took some pictures. I had a... would never used a digital camera before. Yeah, yeah, And I just... It wasn't even that good quality. It was like 1080p or something. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It wasn't 4K or anything, I remember. No, it wasn't 4K or anything. And I just remember looking at the screen, I was like, I want the camera. Mm-hmm. And at first, it was to take pictures. I didn't even think about the videos. yeah, yeah. So um and then we started taking on it started off as a clothing brand I did.
0: yeah it did so it was um it was i was blown up on youtube doing video games and i wanted to do yeah, something with is- my friends you know i was i was the gaming kid in school people used to call me jug all type of shit again shout out to the people that actually know my backstory here on the channel about oh, that okay, the day one exactly the day one the it's jug here type of stuff um and i was like guys we need to do something together and Do you remember what the first name was? Levi came up with it, and it was S-O-T, Soon on Top. Do you remember that? Yeah,
1: We was like, we're going to – so
0: so I got everybody together. We was like, sat down, guys. We got to do something together, and we came up with a clothing company. We're like, we're going to do a clothing company, and that was the first name, Soon on Top, S-O-T. To this day, I don't know how where Levi came up with this idea. Phenomenal name. To this day, that would be a successful clothing brand, S-O-T. it's copyrighted
1: so they even bother trying to steal it yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly we got that shit trademarked but Um, it progressed into we were like you know what guys actually why don't we call it tq9 and that case you know when we sell t-shirts in the town that we live from for anybody that doesn't know tq9 is our postcode so everybody in our town instantly has a connection to that phrase or not even phrase that you know combination of letters and numbers um so you know instantly we win the you know the kind of a uh, approval of the people in the town and they'd be in on the brand and then anybody elsewhere tq9 tv we figured was just like a, a loose enough combination of letters and numbers that other people wouldn't you know have a problem with wearing it it would just be kind of like a cool combination of,
1: of yeah. characters type of thing that, that was when a- when tq9 came up in the conversation we were just like yeah, 100% yeah. exactly definitely like simple definitely. clean easy Both. to remember and then we printed a t-shirt uh, though we printed a t-shirt one yeah.
0: t-shirt. Me and Axel. Yeah. Uh, so I, Levi made the design and me and Axel took the design. We went over to Torquay on the 40-minute bus ride. Went to some fucking, you know, random off-branch printer or some shit. You know we I mean? Off-backstreet printers. <laughs> and we got one t-shirt printed. It cost four... Was it four pounds or eight pounds? I don't know. I think me and Axel went halves on it. It was a minuscule number. Hilarious that we even went halves on it. But just for the sake <laughs> of going halves on it, we went halves on the eight pound of the four pound t-shirt and it said Tiki9. And... That t-shirt, I had it up until a few months ago, and I think my brother fucking lost it.
1: Yeah, they, we printed a couple after that and sh- shared it around. But no, then, no, no,
0: no, 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 we didn't. We only ever printed one, and then we bought, like, 40 white t-shirts that we said we were going to print on in the future. We all went halves on about 40 white t-shirts. And no,
1: because, no, bro, remember, we had, um... A few of us had it, because then we 3D printed it. Oh, no, not 3D printed it. We yeah, printed yeah. it at, um the graphics suite at school I remember
0: i remember something about that yeah, yeah, yeah i remember something about like those yeah but i can't I, remember I, I can't remember those ever ever having physical things i can only remember. maybe we did only have one no 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 i'm pr- pretty sure we only have a one i think there was plans to make more and i remember all of us going in you know four ways on a bulk t-shirt order that never ended yeah. up i think there was talks of doing ourselves or something like that
1: yeah well so from there because i mean it was a good idea but I mean, it's just good to fucking try something. Isn't it? So we, yeah, we did yeah, yeah. that. And then I can't remember exactly how the first video came about. I think we were, we had friends who did like, you know, raps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, like, because the first one was yeah. with Ben Johnson, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 it was our friend Ben Johnson. And that's the thing, This this clothing brand was started off as a clothing brand. It very quickly developed into just a big brand. We were saying, all right, guys, you know what, fuck it. You know, we we were we were big fans of the SB TVs, the link up TVs. These were inspirations, you know, for for the for the move to making like a community rap channel. And um, it sort of just happened. I don't I don't think there was ever any formal conversation or discussion. Like, all right, we're gonna do this here. Like later, there definitely was. You know, that's kind of like the way I I would talk to the time and stuff was you know more strategic. But it just developed into that, just like out of the blue almost. And by the time it had become like a rap channel, um, you know, I, I think we recorded. Before we got that first video up, we must have recorded about three or four videos. Do you remember scrapping all the videos of Billy and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. must have recorded about four videos for this one rapper called Billy. You know, he's not right, it's not right, boo, boo, boop. And we was like, mate, we're fucking we're, we're about to drop it. You know what I mean? We're we're yeah. done with you, mate. We're about to just drop it. Um and
1: then, um, the one with Beads, we knew that was the one. To yeah,
0: and we us. knew that was that amazing. And it did phenomenal. To- got five thousand something views. If you guys want to check this whole channel out, everything's still up. TQ9 TV. Uh, on youtube
1: the start of it all but that um video of ben johnson so we had my canon 600d with the mm-hmm. kit lens on it yeah um and a fucking light
0: a oh, okay, not, so not on camera light
1: <laughs> it's over there. Like, we had um like a construct one you have on a construction site yeah like a it's, I don't even know how you describe You can't change the brightness or it. It's just no, no. on, off. On, and off, and you hold everything.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, it's the type of thing you'd have on the ground. Yeah, lighting up a wall when you guys are doing plastering yeah. or something late at night. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah,
1: like yeah, a yeah. Lit, and it's like yellow, so you wouldn't trip over it in the Yeah, yeah, mic. yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah so exactly. we had that, we had our friend holding that just mm-hmm. next to the side of the camera. Yeah. Me holding the camera with the, with just a like, 30-pound road mic on it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't the road video mic pro no. it was the road video road version. yeah 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 like the the 40 pound one exactly like the cheapest so we had that and that's that's where it that's where it all started properly it exactly um, and that would develop so we did that for about 18 months didn't we i think it was about yeah. 18 months something like that we and around
1: we everywhere like crystal to, X to like around the, uh, the name devil. got out because it was kind of like yeah. a local thing um where you know local artists could could show get on there and, yeah, and we were so
0: keen. That's the thing. Like we were not being discriminatory or anything. We would pop up on anybody. I'm telling you, you know, you remember Dexie. You remember Dexie, of course, oh. you know? So that's that's a testament. Go to TQ9 TV guys, watch this, and and type in Dexie. D-E-X-Y. This is a testament to the amount of people we would just pop up on. You couldn't you didn't have to be good. You just had to wanna want us to pull up on you. All you had to do was say yes, and I, I, you know, very very active with messaging people. Hey, do you want to be on the channel? Blah 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 blah. And you know, we must have popped up on fifty different rappers or something like that.
1: And we we literally just did it all for free. No travel, nothing. We just wanted to to do it. Exactly,
0: exactly. And we wanted to do it, and that would act as like the foundation for you and me turning TQ9 from just a random rap channel. Eventually, you know, uh, you know, we started with about four or five people. Eventually, it would just be me and Noah with, you know, they're not really being a role for anybody else who wasn't necessarily a media person. The way it started was trying to incorporate everybody. And, uh, you know, you realize that, you know, it's not really kind of possible. And we would kind of turn that into TQ9 Media, which is now what it's kind of formally is. So that progressed um, from a... A rap channel, which was like just a fun hustle of all of ours, would pop up everywhere. You know what I mean? It would be five of us going to shoot or two of us going to shoot. Literally, whoever was around that day, um, you know, that we could round up to bring out to the shoot, you yeah. know, would, would come to the shoot. And uh, it was a joint effort building this channel. And you know, it blew up. You know, what's the most views we got on the Facebook? Fifty thousand views or something? Twenty five thousand views on some of the yeah, Facebook
1: videos. We did have some good videos, to be
0: fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And that that's. Leads nicely onto the first ever club video. Exactly, and that was for TJ to to. Oh shit! It? it wasn't. I thought it was for um, yeah. It's the TJ. TJ.
0: One. Uh, oh shit. Okay. So that, that's a little bit uh, exposed. I don't know if I. Could, well, fuck it. All right. This a dude, right? Basically, this guy who I essentially, when I was seventeen, used to sell some weed for. Basically, my weed connect. He he was the plug. He was the plug. Um, all of a sudden, the person who I was selling, uh, you know, some weed for, who was kind of my plug, who would come sort of hook me up, he started booking nightclubs. All right, so he would book a venue, he'd hire a bunch of DJs, and he would, uh, you know, put on an event. And this is our first kind of interaction with this sort of, uh, you know, nightclub venue rave scene type of thing we like were that. Sixteen at the time. Sixteen, may- maybe just turning seventeen. Um, this dude, like I said, was older dude who was sort of just a. Funny enough, a, a plug of mine, you know, for lack of a better term. Um, and, you know, we were working on some stuff. Obviously, I was the social media guy, so he wanted to get me involved with his brand, which was called uh, something, uh, you know, Rude or something like that. Um, and, you know, he he said, boom, come up to this event. I'm having an event in Bristol. It's at some, some fucking, you know, Back alley, sweaty little venue, man. Some, uh, it, was, it was
1: like a cave, yeah. It was it's like, like a cave
0: called Basement 45, if anybody has been there in their life, man. Basement yeah. 45. You're not the luckiest that you've been that, but... Yeah, you're up, not the luckiest. Uh, but that was the first ever event we went, and me and Noah went up there went up there in the fucking, in the car, fucking TJ's going 100 miles an hour on the fucking road, man, with, you know, smoking joints in the car all the way up, man, just complete unprofessional at all, not even slightly professional in the remotest part. Um, um, and um, yeah, so we felt that was our again. first one.
1: The way we did it, which was pretty stupid looking back, we, yeah. we didn't even put a track over the top and, like, use used separate clips, we just yeah, yeah. used, like, a clip, And that audio, of the raw audio, really distorted, horrible audio. Yeah. Um. And then when that clip would end, the song, whole song, would change because the next clip would come on with that audio. And I mean, it was horrible. like it is the most ghetto video I think I've ever made in my life. Like, loads of fast-forwarding, like, just blurry, flat. Yep. You can't even see what's going whole on. A whole
0: bunch of it. nonsense. And to be honest, it kind of gets me hyped when I watch it. It does. But yeah. <laughs> just, just just, for the nostalgia aspect. Uh, but that was the first ever nightclub we did. And we would then go to... So, at this point, we filmed about 50 nightclubs, right? We're, we're about two years on. Uh, I think if I add it up in my head, I've shot about 50 nightclubs myself. So, I, th- you know, we together we shot over 30. And then we would go to do it more solo. So, I think... I've definitely yeah. shot about 50 nightclubs. I think you probably shot about about the same, to be honest.
1: Yeah, about the same night.
0: Exactly. It, it might be 45, it might be 52, you know, who knows, something like that. Um, but we shot about 50 nightclubs. That was the first one. And we were doing, you know, we got paid nothing for that. We got paid, it, it, you know, we, we just got our, our stuff for the night supply, didn't we? Yeah, we got, yeah, just, they, he drove us up there and drove us back. He drove us up there, drove us back, exactly. Um and, uh, and that's... we
1: thought that was great. We're like, oh, we don't have to pay for travel. Yeah. That's... Exactly. We that was a win.
0: That's the thing, guys. That was a win for us. That was a huge yeah. win. Um. And what's the first payment we ever got? So how many nightclubs? I think we shot five nightclubs before we ever received a payment.
1: Yeah. We just. So was the first one the Roman base? Sign?
0: First payment, I believe. Was. Isn't it thirty quid
1: from Roman base? It was thirty quid from Roman base. Yeah. So tiny, tiny little. Yeah. Yeah. like venue which but there's probably about 30 40 people there right? but like,
0: but do you remember that one night where we walked in about 10 people yeah. so this is like the most ghetto nightclub like just a little no, nobody nightclub who cares about this nightclub it's no one's really policing there or anything and this one night you know we go there and the the security guards are outside but not the promoters and we just flash the camera um be like yeah 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 so all of us are shooting and one night just because of the camera flashing the camera we walked about 10 people in there all and under we the... were we were 16 we were 16 and we walked about 10 people through the door all under the you know the guys that we were all filming um and you know we looked around i remember looking around that later that night and the majority of the people in the club came in for free with us under the the you know the idea yeah. that they were filming with us um yeah, so and that's the, the way
1: the thing is we weren't really you know we were filming the video but for us well at least for point. me at that point it was going to the fucking event I yeah, was like, yeah yeah that was i the get big in for free, deal. free and have a camera like you kind of look quite cool with the camera set oh, it was 100%. kind of like we thought we know, know. were the man
0: we thought we were the man yeah. we're like yo we're fucking going to events for free we're getting in for free and like between we you can and get you, our friends in for free. we can get our friends in for free exactly they're like oh shit you guys booked tonight boop, 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 boop. can we come with you boop, boop. and we were getting fucked up guys like we were not doing yeah. this sober like yeah.
1: we were yeah. Yeah.
0: We were getting, I mean, maybe even more than drunk. You know, I we was young at the time. We was about 16, 17. Um, you know, it was it was definitely not a professional thing, guys. But, but the thing we're trying to stress here, I think, is that we were just willing to do this shit. We were so eager and so keen that you know, we were just doing it. We, we didn't really give a fuck. 30 pounds, that was a win to us. Free was a win to us. Um, 30 pounds split between four people maybe. 30 pounds, pa- yeah. Oh, that's the untalked about thing there is 30 pounds split between all of us, you know, yeah. five are here, five are there, you know I mean? Yeah, it's, it's if, you, yeah, if, if we had an accountant, they would have laughed at us, you know, they, what the fuck are you little boys doing? You know, this is not going to turn into nothing, but you know, it's the natural progression of things. And I think, We shot a few of those Roman base nights, then we shot the Mambo's night, that was for 30 quid, and they were hesitant, I remember going up, you know, like, we were a little more nervous at this time, so I remember the night ended of the Mambo's night, and it was like, yo, yo, who who goes up and asks for the money, it's like, alright, I'm gonna go up, Jack, Jack, you go, you go, I was elected, alright, go, 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 and they were skeptical on to give us the full 30, they only gave us 15,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Really? <laughs> they only gave us know.
0: 15 on the night and they had to wire the other 15 to us as if we're gonna fucking £15. I cannot believe that like in retrospect, those yeah, guys have to be the, the cheapest people ever They thought we um, would stiff them over 15 pounds um,
1: they... That 15 pounds just didn't even, that was like a quarter of the, no a third of the taxi
0: <laughs> Exactly, the taxi was 50 quid, exactly something like um, that, some ridiculous thing Um
1: that's hilarious, but that, that, that just hilarious. shows, yeah, we were not really, we were just, I don't know what, like, I what, know what it was. It
0: was the uh, the hype for the future. There was such a conversation at that time of guys were doing this to become like to 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 get paid more later. Like this is what I was telling you guys at the time. i remember because you, me, and Ben were really doing it this time. People had started yeah, to drop so cool. off, and the whole idea was guys we're doing this for it to turn into more. We're gonna keep doing it. We're gonna keep doing it. We're gonna keep doing it, and it's gonna turn into more. It's gonna turn into more. Um, and you know it did. It, it genuinely did. But 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 what's the one we had after that? Forty pounds for foozy, where we went up to Bristol. Four of us went up to film a day party yeah. in Bristol. No, two three of us went up to film a day party in Bristol. Forty pounds. We paid ten pound a piece for our return bus tickets on the Falcon bus. So that's thirty of our forty already gone right there. Thirty okay. of our forty gone, and then you know we, we
1: drink, food, everything.
0: food yeah. all that. So we're still minusing every event we go to film now we're in the minus, but we've, we've built up a couple, a couple usable. And, and that foozy one might've been the best video we'd ever done so far. You know? Yeah. So we got-
1: and just to explain to people how we were originally getting these bookings. So after mm-hmm. the, so for the rock, for the first ever one we did, obviously it was just someone jacked me. Yeah. And for the second one, they'd seen the rap videos we did because they're kind of in that circle. Yep. Um. So that's how they, they got in touch to us for the second and third mm-hmm. of videos, and then after that we just started um, going on Facebooks, looking at events near me, yeah. like nightclub events, and just spamming messages to all yeah. the people. Yeah. Different, like you know, hey, um, we're a media company. Mm-hmm. We'd love to make you a free video because they're yep. like, yeah, cool. Or like you know, um, additional. Inch- no, video. no, no,
0: no. This this is the biggest hustle we ever did. All right, it was we were messaging people for a while. Um not getting much response and then I, I came to you one do. day and I was like, Noah bro, I hacked it bro. I, I thought about this and I said this is how we're wording our messages, Noah. We're gonna say, Hey, how's it going? Bubble book from TQ9 Media. We would love to offer you an introductory priced video. I said, this is how we're framing it now. We want to offer you an introductory priced video. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking psychologist. This shit is fucking phenomenal right here. You know what I mean? They're going to think they're getting a good deal. Um, but we saw more responses after that.
1: Definitely, definitely,
0: That's how we got like the foozy one. The foozy so the one we just talked about there. Very good that you actually just interjected there because we're talking too much about what we've done, not enough how they can do it. The, it's the Make yeah. Money make a Videos podcast, guys. My bad. Um, that's why we got Noah here. Uh, <laughs> what well, I'm here for. Exactly. Um, and that's how we got the foozy one is, is framing our message as an introductory price. So, uh, you know... Uh, Cold messaging people through Facebook, it, you know, you're setting yourself up to get a lot of nos because Facebook is a place for hanging out it's, with your friends. It's, it's not
1: professional. It's yeah, not it's a not not.
0: professional platform, exactly. So you're, you're going to have to do a far more convincing to to get paid through Facebook. Um, but that's how we got our first ten um, paid, properly paid bookings. The uh, the the one we talked about before the. Ma- uh, whatever mambo's that one was 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 through Facebook as well. I don't know if we did the introductory price thing, but we come up with the introductory price thing, maybe after that yeah. or maybe before it, and then we got the the Fousey day party. And then one. at this point we had a couple of examples, so so yeah, we felt a more confident. of usable examples. Exactly, exactly, especially after that foozy um, one.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, I think that
0: covers. I think that covers the how we started filming clubs, because now we're into it. We're we're into it right now. But it's like that whole time, just to kind of recap that chapter, is we went through, you know, such a such a such an interesting time. And also, guys, we're we're not coming with three cameras. There's three of us coming, we're coming with one camera. The Canon 600 d We're swapping with it, it with the kit lens on it, which is a uh, you know, terrible for low light. Honestly. Oh my god, oh. Int- literally unusable for low light at the, at the you know the quality standard we have now, but back then obviously we had nothing to compare it to, um, and we would go with two of us, three of us on the camera and just swatch switch cameras. You know what I mean? Like, oh cool, I'm not filming right now. No Noah's up there, he's getting the clips, you know? And I'm back yeah. here drinking my drink. And then okay Jack, here you go, here's the camera. We're gonna go yeah, check it out. We just
1: kinda there was not like a set thing like, okay, you film this like, yeah. it was just kind of all right, you Natural. go and then I'll just go enjoy myself for twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, like, it yeah, was kind exactly. of, yeah, it was a bit more like free floating.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um I mean it was interesting. I, I still remember like the first hundred pound booking we got that we were you know, that was a four four I'm pretty sure that was four no, four. No, oh no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. My bad. It my, bad, my, happen bad. Happen. my bad. My bad. My that, bad. That's me jumping ahead. It was. Um, that was. That was, was a product of the first ever London booking we got.
1: Yeah. So all right. So if we're going to go into that, we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, how did we get the London book? It was through Aaron.
0: So the way we got the London booking is. Uh, we we okay so guys we've been getting a lot of local bookings plenty Torquay, Paynton, Exeter we've been about, doing yeah like a thirty mile radius thirty mile radius exactly so everywhere everywhere okay, everywhere we could get a lift to or a train to and then a taxi back we we would be filming at but we hadn't gone or Bristol as well that's that's fair enough as well Bristol as well that's a little bit further but we hadn't really gone to a huge city yet obviously Bristol big city not London um, through the Facebook method I got on the phone to these guys who were having their first ever event. Um, and they were, uh, what was that thing called? Divide. That that was their Sorry. their promotion company. They'd Divide. heard
1: of Like, how did they hear? They from- hadn't. They they heard
0: of me because I. Did, did did the introductory price thing? Messaged them. I said introductory priced, and okay. they, you know, you, we now know them. They they they, you know, they're, they're hype men type of thing like that. Um, so obviously, I, I, at the time, they were like, oh fuck yeah! And I got a call from them. You know, they, I didn't really do much calling then, to tell you the truth, guys. So it was a little bit like holy shit, are these clients calling me. Usually we just text. Um, the client called me, and it was a, uh, you know, it, it, it was one of the promoters here. You know, Will Noah, and um, they were like, yeah, can you guys make it up to London tomorrow? and i was like yeah it was yeah, let's do it fuck yeah and i i called noah and i said noah we got our first ever london booking it's a big deal um and me and noah we got the 6 hour coach up there
1: yeah we got oh my we God. didn't I get the train bro that. we got because the yeah we six, only had 100 pounds we had 100
0: that was the total they weren't paying for our travel nothing they had a 100 pound total budget and you and so me we wanted to at least make something so we got the coach. How much was that? 15 pound
1: a piece or something. We actually
0: got a really good deal on it somehow,
1: I think. Yeah. So we, yeah. So we, we actually got like 70 pounds. So split. Between, yeah. We got 35 pounds for that each, which was like, Six I was like oh the my, my to God, I just made, yeah. I just made 35 pounds yeah. from doing something that I loved it.
0: And we went up there on the thing. We went up there on the, um, we went up there on the coach and we came back
1: on the coach. Yeah. We came back on the coach. That's the That's actual insane. night was um, really dead, and it was their first night, so obviously they, yeah. thought, like, you know, it wasn't going to be amazing. And they they owed oh, us they? money.
0: No, but their their night completely failed, and they actually owed us that hundred pounds, guys, for. Over a month, and actually, this will play into. Uh, I don't know if we'll get into the the you know the future stuff yet, but that would play into how we would get some really high profile jobs later on. This yeah. debt that began because of this event that we filmed. I can't remember whether it was the first hundred pound gig we did or not, but it was a you know it was a significant thing to get a hundred pound booking at this point for me and no, we like, like, re- like yeah,
1: significant, really significant,
0: very significant. I don't know if we had one before, so um, it was a hundred pound booking, and we went up there, and their night went so bad they couldn't pay us for over a month, and I was beefing with the dude like i was on the phone to him or whatever like what the fuck is ha-? like properly do you remember this no like i was yeah. keeping you updated but i was beefing with uh with, with the main guy um because he was telling me that they had a problem with the payment and you know they, they didn't make much money and uh i was just confused because like uh it just We've didn't just seem
1: done all of that we
0: just didn't d- done all the work exactly and and they hadn't paid us yet um but
1: we actually didn't we got on really well with them when we yeah, were there very well and made that connection which you did make that connection with yeah, yeah. those three of them. We got them really well, hung out, hung out with them. Like we were cool. They yeah. were cool. So
0: it was the first um, promoters we'd shot that were younger. Like they were kind of our age. Yeah. They were like two or three years older than us. We were maybe 18 at the time. Um, they were like 20 or no, we might've been like, yeah, like we 18. 17. They were like 21 or something like that. So we were like, yeah. Oh wow. You know, they, they're living in their own flats in London, et cetera. We're living with our parents, et cetera. So we're like, Oh wow. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you know, yeah, they they couldn't pay us. But that would actually be the start of a very good
1: relationship, which we yeah, would end up That failed night. Yeah. Is what kick started our London Well, the bigger jobs we got. The bigger yeah. jobs we got, but also the more re-
0: repetition of work. See, right after that, the guy felt so bad that he'd spent a whole month trying to pay us and had eventually paid us, but you know, we 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 hadn't been paid for a whole month. That's a big deal. You know, a month doesn't seem much when it's passed, but at the time, that's a whole month right there, so um, he felt so bad that he started hooking us up with with work, so, you know, as yeah. as a way to say sorry, because he was a promoter, he knew, an a graphic designer, he knew loads of people, actually, like, his network was pretty goddamn big, um, especially people who would, you know, take a, a recommendation for somebody uh, from him, et cetera. so that, that's how we got our first festival booking. yeah, and how, and, and, and me, and, okay, so this dude, he felt so bad, he started recommending us to people. So he was like, all right guys. You know and,
1: and because, not just because that, because we got a well of him. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, and of course. He, yeah, yeah. 100%. We liked him, he liked us. So, mm-hmm. you know, he can recommend us because yeah. we weren't dickheads.
0: Yeah, yeah, weren't dickheads. And, you know, obviously he had a little bit of guiltiness of, of, of the not payment. Yeah. So that was an aspect to it too. But, um, exactly. We got our first ever festival booking by this guy. It's called Land of Light Festival in outside of plymouth or something like that land of light festival it was a three-day gig me and noah the whole amount we were paid was 180 pounds
1: three days
0: for three days camping listening to house music which neither of us were that big of fans of not 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 fans either but just not fans you know what i mean like we weren't that it was
1: all right yeah it was all right yeah that experience was amazing Mm -hmm. but because that opened up a whole new world of, okay, yep. so we're moving from nightclubs yep. to daytime things and, night and like And live
0: events, just like the
1: pattern that emerged
0: with live events. We're like, we're, and, and that's where the, the term come, live event videography. This is what we do. We, we do live event videography. It started being yep. more thought out.
1: And uh, because it wasn't just filming people dancing, it was also yep. filming drinks, also filming yep. food, um, you know, the setup, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. And we we got to experiment with like time lapses and we, we that first we tried like a lot of stuff yeah. yeah 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 we did the we, like we transitions and the editing and we tried to plan out yeah. the video a bit more yeah yeah, which yeah. which yeah. is part of making a more professional video the video itself is not great the video yeah.
0: in retrospect it was our best work at the time that's the yeah. thing that, that's the thing guys ever like what we were really doing at that time is just trying to make it better than the last one that we made yeah you know and and it was like uh you know
1: each it, one was way better because the curve of improvement was, was
0: yeah, yeah yeah it was pretty easily it was pretty easy to go directly up because we were pretty yeah. bad originally exactly yeah exactly um and we got 180 for that that's that's insane 180 pounds and we you know we we, we, we split were in after that oh, we were dead and and we vowed to each other to never shoot another fucking festival for less than I think 500 was the price that was uh, then, yeah. but now I wouldn't take 500 to take this room for three days out, man. I wouldn't take 500 now, um, just th- three days in a field, man. It's like, God damn it. Um, it
1: takes a lot out of you because it's not just you're sleeping there as well.
0: Yeah, and I didn't quit drinking. We were drinking, then definitely we were getting fucking drunk and all sort of shit like that yeah i'm pretty sure so you know there's a fun aspect to it but but yeah man I, I remember that and um yeah that was all the product of the dude whose job didn't go super well at first
1: um, so that's Aaron. that's the good point that's the point i wanted to bring up which was yeah. um to just saying yes to Everything. any opportunity especially when you're starting out because yeah i mean i, I wouldn't say like i'm you know got and like work every day lined up. Boom, no, boom, definitely boom. not. No, neither, neither. We're
0: still at the beginning of our journey, very much we're, so.
1: Yeah, we're still at the beginning of our journey. But when we first started out, just saying yes to the shit, opinion, mm-hmm. maybe there's going to be a link in there that can lead you to the next slightly yeah. better job. Yeah. And it kind of, it was snowballed because that's what it did for us. It really did. Yeah, it's natural. I, I think like the way to describe
0: it is like the more people you can touch up front, the more you're setting yourself up to build relationships and then get recommended in the future.
1: Because honestly, I think recommendations from people are the single best thing
0: because
1: 100%. 90% of all the work I've ever got mm-hmm. is not being through messaging people on Facebook, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's been someone asks their friend, oh, who, do you know anyone that does this video? And because they're yeah. a trusted friend, yeah. their opinion means way more than a Facebook advert or anything. or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're a cold email or a cold call
0: yeah. or a text
1: message, anything. Yeah. So that is yeah that's the connections that you can get from that are unreal and like the opportunities yeah. that come is just crazy
0: yeah yeah but 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 it's like if you stop there and think about it and try to be too, too strategic like i'm gonna go to yeah. 10 events and then i'm gonna get this and that you can't possibly figure it all out you it's, know what there's I mean?
1: not a clear path it kind of it'll, no. yeah, it yeah it'll, goes, dip, and, dude, dude, it'll yeah. dip
0: and it'll dodge and you know then weird shit will happen to you where i literally got a client you know months ago the car clump company client noah that, you know, they, they came to my office and they, you know, I was selling a microphone on Facebook marketplace and they pulled up on me and they bought the microphone from me. Um, and they just mentioned that it was for a video that they were creating. And I said, you know what, maybe I, maybe I could get involved, send me your email and I'll do my show reel and you know, I'll send you my show reel and we'll see, see if I'm a good fit. And you know, the dude, the dude was like, dude, I want to work with you right away. call called me as soon as he received the showreel, and that was a product of him coming to buying a microphone mm-hmm. for 20 pounds off of me that I was selling on Facebook Marketplace. So it gets silly at that point, guys, once yeah, yeah, you've built no, up a track I, I've record. Got,
1: I've, I've got a funny story. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, about a month ago, I went to film. I was filming like an interview with yeah. this company, and I was in the Uber over there. Yeah. And then I obviously had all my camera equipment, my lights, yeah. everything all in the back. And I was just speaking to him, I was like, yeah, I'm filming this interview today, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, so you do videos? I was like, yeah. I'm the Uber driver turns out to be a music, you know, he plays in, I think he sings in a band. Yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, oh, um, how, like, do you do music videos? Like, I think I was like, yeah, man, I do yeah. music videos. Like, got his contact details, I've been messaging him, and something might come of that. Just from the Uber driver. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, what the
0: fuck? Is- I know, I know, it's insane. And even like, I want, I, I, I want to say that one, uh, the one about, you know, me telling you about fat llama
1: oh yeah fat, Lama, fat yeah. llama
0: is that that goes hand in hand with with the one about you know someone coming and picking up a microphone for me from facebook marketplaces guys if you have equipment that's laying around maybe you don't get many bookings at the moment but you do have phenomenal equipment you know you got a, a sony a7s double i you know mark ii a, a gh5 some a lot of people have great equipment um but they don't really haven't really started yet rent that guys go on the internet list your equipment on websites yeah. and rent it. This is something that I figured out months ago and, you know, I messaged Noah and Noah's got really nice equipment. So I said, Noah, you should do this as well. This is something I'm thinking of doing. Which I have been which doing. He, yeah, which he has been doing. He's made money from it. But also, you know, someone popped up at your house. Like, t- 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 tell about the fucking, you know, the, the kind of specific story of oh, so, Rashid or whatever.
1: Yeah, so um, someone wanted to borrow my gh5 which i was like yeah cool whatever i'm free on these dates blah, blah blah so he um he gave me a call and like i was a bit skeptical at first because yeah he'd kind of been like a bit weird on message
0: yeah,
1: yeah um so i was like give me a call let me speak to you on the phone to yeah. see like what the deal is like whether you're like legit whatever yeah anyway so i um called him up and got chatting with him and he told me he basically runs link up tv yeah. Um and if you don't know what that is, it's kinda of like a music channel on YouTube.
0: Well, yeah, like for, a, for anybody in other parts of the world, it's world star hip hop, basically.
1: It's yeah. it's English World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. So and anyway, yeah, the next day I had him coming around to my house um to pick up my camera and he was actually filming like a documentary for like Tiny temple or something like that, or Bugs and Malone. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: massive, massive um, A star celebrity here in the UK. And his
1: friend no, his like his camera operator was doing something else. So you need to borrow yeah. it. And I got, I got his email. I got his number mm-hmm. and we've spoken a few times. Nothing's come of it, Yeah, but the opportunity, you know, the opportunity arises. Yeah, get. exactly. And That's the thing. They're not all going to be amazing opportunities. Most like, probably won't.
0: But the yeah. fact that you're touching these people and you're getting, you know, you're actually going hand, hand to hand combat almost. You know what I mean? You're actually yeah. in the trenches talking to these people. And uh, honestly, guys get creative like that. Cause that right there is two stories of how we, you know, I, I, I got a job for this car company which I've now done four videos for, you know, they pay, pay me 1200 pounds for four different projects, 300 pounds a pop. Very good relationship to have there with the client. No doubt we'll make more videos. And that was off me selling them a microphone for 20 pounds. Then you have a story from Noah who he's rented his equipment. The guy came and paid money to rent Noah's equipment and you know that's a high profile guy. Like we we rent I mentioned Linkup TV when we said about the rap channel. That was like an inspiration for starting the TQ9 oh, yeah, how TV we you know like starting a rap community channel so it's like the fact that it would come full circle and you know i remember when you told me that i was like insane to me i was holy shit first off fat llama works so guys go to fat llama rent your equipment if you're in a big area it's
1: it's it's safe as well safe safe. i I, I was skeptical about it as well they cover Uh,
0: you for like ten thousand pounds or something don't they
1: yeah well you whatever equipment you lend out they they cover yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah it's all official it's not dodgy yeah yeah
0: yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah. precisely, yeah. precisely. D- definitely, guys. So it's like get creative like that. So be going, be proactive. I think you know what I mean in every aspect that you can. You just want to interact with people who are in the same community and shit like that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: but filming luxury restaurants and nightclubs, we filmed five places which I would consider luxury. Um, okay. together, together. Um, filmed filmed about. Five places, I think. Uh, so, what was it? We filmed two at Cirque. We filmed one at the the Hours or whatever restaurant. Yeah, um, and I uh, drama. Like Maddox drama. You've shot yeah, a drama. Comes, like, I've 50s, shot a drama. You've shot a drama. Uh, yeah, you've that. shot a Maddox and drama. I've shot a drama um so anybody who lives in london will probably be like oh holy shit i've heard of that um but if you haven't you know it probably sounds like nonsense words to you, cirque drama you know what i mean a whole, whole bunch of nonsense yeah. um but so
1: they're just kind of like prestige nightclubs which you know, you have to pay quite a lot of money. Three
0: thousand pound for the table, stuff like that. Like when we were filming there, they said they made three hundred grand before they even opened the doors on pre book tables. Like luxury place. You know, I, for anyone living in the UK, I ran into Skepta there. I was walking up the stairs. I saw Skepta. Said, "What's up, Skepta?" He said, "It's all love." Gave him a fist bump. Kept him moving. You know what I mean? So That's yeah, the type like of joint. McGregor,
1: it is. All them people. Drake, all- Drake they're... popping
0: up there. All yeah. the kind of high-profile, top-level. You know celebrities, and um, we, we we filmed here. We were out of our depths, hundred um, percent. Oh my god! Like, I don't know how we got that, dude. It's and, and I know exactly how, which is hilarious. This is right here. Oh about no, I know how, I mean, I
1: just don't know.
0: no, 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 no! I totally got what you're saying, but um <laughs> this is about relationship building, guys. So that main guy, um you know, that may that the dude who we filmed the club for uh, that didn't couldn't pay us for a while, Aaron. He ended up going to get hired at a super luxury nightclub. Uh, arguably, you know, the, the most luxury nightclub in London, Cirque du yeah. Sois. Uh, he got hired as, as a, graphic a graphic designer. In, exactly. Hired as a graphic designer. there. Now, he was on thin ice because they had other people who they were, you know, in, in the place or whatever. And he said, Jack, I really need to strengthen my, um, my you know, position here. Could you uh, edit this video and let me pass it off like it's mine? Pretty crazy thing to ask a uh, 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 an editor on the come up you know what i mean like holy shit free as well, but he went in he said it for free he didn't pay me anything um but you know what i had a feeling i had an intu- intuitive feeling which trust your intuition guys it's going to be right i had an intuitive feeling that this would pay off so i said you know what aaron i will take the hour or two the 2 hours or something to edit this promo video for him to then pass off at the club as if he did it so it strengthened his position at the club um, but also put a, put a favor for me in his back pocket. Now, uh, because, you know, I had this interaction, I basically did work indirectly for the club. I followed them on Facebook and everything. And, you know, to, to, to be real, they have a lot of nice girls there, all sorts of big celebrities. So it's a pretty easy decision to follow them on Facebook. Um, and boom, one day a, a thing pops up and it says looking for a videographer. So- Boom, them famous words. Exactly. Looking for a videographer. I said, holy shit. Now, I, it's left email- And I didn't message Aaron or anything. Um, All I did was I took the email. I went over to uh, to Gmail and I typed the email out. And I said, hey, we're videographers. I want you to go to Aaron and ask him about me. Aaron works at your place. I know him personally. Ask him about me. See what he says. And, uh, you know, I said some other things. Maybe I don't even know if I said work. I literally don't even know. I just said, we can do videos. Ask Aaron about me. Long story short, they went to Aaron. They asked. Clearly, Aaron had nothing but good things to say. And because of that, cosign... From the inside man, who you know, we, we we had a favor in our back pocket. From we were brought up there to film the first ever event that we filmed for them was Future, the A Star, top notch celebrity, or you know, literally A Star, A Star, top of the top celebrities. That was top, biggest rapper um, in the when world. When we heard you know. that
1: news, you know, when when you told me, okay, no, we've um, mm-hmm. we're going to film Future, I didn't say to anyone because. Yeah. I didn't want to jinx it or anything. So I didn't say to anyone. Yep. I waited till it was 100% club. We were on the way there yep. before I was like, all right, this is actually happening. Because yep. we were so out of our depth. Completely. Literally.
0: It's hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's literally hilarious. But this is literally a testament to you guys. Like, the only reason, the main point I can make here is that we had no business being brought there.
1: Because we were from Devon as well. This exactly. is a London club. Yeah, yeah, the, a London. the amount of videographers that are there in, in London. London
0: infinite if like if they'd have like the only reason we got this guys was because we had a inside man with a favor in their back pocket and again you know right off the bat Aaron who had already not paid us for work or whatever in the past asked me to do free work so we could pass it off a lot of people um you know yeah would be like hell no what the fuck is wrong with you but luckily I'm a long-term thinker and I understand the power of having you know somebody owe you something at the end of the day It's you know that's a pretty powerful situation right there um And guys, honestly, do things, even if you can't see the benefit of it right off the bat, even if you can't see the way you're going to gain, do it, do it, especially if you don't have any, if you're booked, you know, if you're booked every single day, you got four bookings this week, a thousand pound a pop. Hey, do whatever you're doing. It's working out very well.
1: You can see, you can afford to say no, Yeah, you
0: can afford to say no, but if you don't have anything and you're worried about this and that, and you know, saying no for the other person, never do that. And just get involved, guys. You want to touch as many clients, as many people, uh, and really, the better word is build as many relationships as you can. Um, yeah. You know, especially those friendship type of ones, like there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so that was yeah, that was a crazy lot Exactly. We filmed that, and the crazy thing is, is like they, you know, this co. I don't know what the fuck Aaron said, but I mean, like they didn't even they didn't even like our our edit for future, but they brought us back for a further. Maybe six projects going forward. They brought us to film uh, a super luxury um, restaurant that they had called Hours. Hours, you know, Hours Place or whatever. It's called Hours Restaurant? Hours Restaurant, isn't it? Something like that. This place, you know, super bougie, for lack of a better word. You know what I mean? Like just fucking kind of top upper echelon type of restaurant, type of place like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we we shot that. We shot multiple nightclubs. You know, this 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 nightclub owns it's a conglomerate almost. So it owns like three or four different nightclubs.
1: There's a good point actually. So, and then this is like the long chain. I feel like we're just chaining on how we got. We are, I know, right? (laughs) It's quite funny to go back and think about it all because you don't really like, I don't talk about it. But so the um, future night, that's Mm -hmm. when we met Josh, um, who was the photographer there. He was the in-house photographer for this club. And and he also did... Yeah, he'd been there for absolute years. You yeah. know, he was walking through. you knew everyone, the security guys, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was kind so of he, our, our our inside man even further. Yeah. Because
0: once we got there, we kind of got linked up with him, and then we'd film a few events. It would be like a, he was showing us around almost.
1: Yeah, so like yeah. when we got there, the first person we were introduced to is him. Yeah. And he was t- saying, us, all right, you guys, this is a good place to get a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, don't film them people. Yeah. Blah, blah. You know, yeah. he was giving us all the knowledge. Inside stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and... That is where, like, at the time I wasn't in, living in London, but um, now, you know, fast forward two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm living in London, and he's got me, me and him have worked on loads of projects. Yep. And he, Another
0: example of building a connection right off the bat. Because
1: he's, a photog- he's mainly a photographer, and I'm yep. a videographer. Perfect so combo. When he goes, yeah, when he yep. goes and finds a job that needs video as well, yep. he can call me up, I can come along. Yeah. He pays. You know, he gets the full price and then pays off to me mm-hmm. um, for getting the work or whatever. And yeah. Awesome that's that's a like connection.
0: To- exactly. That's a connection.
1: Yeah. But I mean, um, this, and- this place was so
0: high profile. I just have to say this. I remember I was filming a table there and I, you know, I surely told you about this. You'll probably remember this, but I was filming a table and the security goes, no, 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 no. Get away, get away, get away. I'm like, "What? why what, was <laughs> that? And he goes, that's the king of Saudi Arabia's son right there. So, the prince of Saudi Arabia. And he said, that guy can't be on camera drinking alcohol. It's illegal in his country. That's the fucking level of the club we were in. That, yeah. that put it... I, I went and told you that right away, I'm pretty sure, on the night. I was like, dude, this, this shit just yeah, happened yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah. Um, because that um, really put in perspective where we were at. And I think, like, you know, we knew it was a big deal. But, you know, that's the type of characters that were in this place, guys.
1: Yeah, it was very high profile. And I just went there and... In- normal trousers and some beat-up shoes oh yeah like, yeah yeah, exactly i know right we, we were just a <laughs> random t-shirt at the moment. yeah well we didn't
0: even know what to expect we, we thought it would be bigger you know we thought it'd be a big yeah. ass because we were used to shooting venues guys so this might have been the first official nightclub that we would really fi- like i think we know we we filmed other nightclubs but they're more under the guise of a venue aren't they so it's a live yeah. event and it's like a venue all right i booked this venue there's no booking of Cirque du Soleil they do all the booking there it's not it's a venue. It's all in-house. It's yeah. all in-house as a nightclub, you know? So it's like, this was like the, the nightclub scene, so to speak, um, that, that we kind of got in on. And that was one of the first big brands, that, well, definitely the biggest brand that, that we'd ever associated with. But I mean, before that year, maybe earlier that year, we were shooting some freelance projects where we shot for some other kind of big brands like Muscle Food. Oh yeah. Do you remember? Okay, so this is yeah. different, guys. This is a foodie recipe. We, used to, we did maybe like three projects for a very big uh, health food brand called Muscle Foods. They got about a million likes on Facebook, something like that. And uh, you know, I got the job through Upwork. And um, you know, at this time, the, yeah, you yeah, know- that's when we were bashing out Upwork. Exactly, bashing out Upwork. And at this time, I didn't even own a camera yet. I did not own a camera yet. No. So, boom, you know, I, I got a videography project. Every videography project got Noah involved. You know, literally everything. There wouldn't be a single one I'd do by myself because I didn't have a camera. Um, and, uh, you know, I just didn't have a fucking camera at the end of the day. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, it's hilarious. So I got Noah involved. And uh, we, uh, this, this brand called Muscle Foods, which I got the client through work. they would send us like a list of food uh, to go buy or whatever that they would refund us for and everything. But me and Noah would have to go down to the fucking supermarket, pick out all the food, um and then sort of create this video now it'd be like a how much sugar is in your favorite candy bar that would be like a title or how much sugar is in your favorite sauces that was one we actually typical, did my bad typical,
1: typical facebook foodie videos exactly
0: nonsense like that so i'm sure you guys probably everybody seeing this has seen one two or 35 different food recipe montages the speed yeah. edits of fucking making the food and they look
1: delicious they, they look, look
0: delicious ours did not
1: no, ours <laughs> We were
0: fired after the first video, guys. Let's be real about the whole situation. Um, yeah. We made one video. They used it. Still up to this day. Maybe two videos that they used, I forget. But we made three videos for them. And um, the the sauces one was pretty good. The, the snack bar one was pretty funny. But by the time we got to actually preparing a meal, we uh, we realized we were not very good at presenting the meal. Because uh, we
1: didn't have lighting equipment, really. We nothing. just had a big construction light. Yep. And... It, that was just not what we were at all good at no, not even, not even slightly.
0: It, like the first one was a complete fluke that that, that it all worked out um, and yeah. you know after that obviously uh, it, it became obvious that this was not something that uh, you know we had the equipment for or anything like that but um, we touched big brands right off the bat like pretty pretty quickly we touched some pretty big brands um, within maybe uh, you know two years of shooting videos kind of yeah, you know uh, pro- professionally which was wasn't even the right word but Actively, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, we were just looking for any kind of work, really. Were we?
0: Yeah, um, exactly. And and I think that's fucking. Cr- I mean, what's some advice to creators starting out with minimal equipment? For me, is fucking find your friend who has a camera. Noah, you taught me what about aperture. You taught me yeah. about all this stuff that I I didn't have a camera, guys. But I am a super uh, motivated, active dude. So what I would do for the entire first maybe 30 bookings is I was the kind of business guy I would get us the booking and Noah was the actual dude who knew how to film and stuff who would be teaching me how to actually film so I think we exchanged we we were good partners there where you know neither of us kind of had the same strong suit if you know what I mean and we kind of both yeah I wasn't
1: very good I wasn't an amazing people person exactly I'm very confident you know yeah very
0: outgoing and stuff like that exactly but I literally knew nothing about the camera, you know, like, like, you know, absolutely nothing. So I think we exchanged great information. I gave you good insight on how to, you know, approach people um, and how to reach out and be more proactive. And, you know, you definitely taught me about aperture and ISO and all this stuff. And I think, you know, guys, if you don't have equipment, find somebody who does and become fucking great friends with them and exchange that information. You've got something they don't have and they got something you don't have. Even before Noah, you know, I would get my mom's picture camera Fucking twenty! I don't know what megapixel, one megapixel probably. Um, you know who knows? And you know it wasn't even built for filming or anything. And uh, you know I'd make, make videos with that. Like you know I think I think people cripple themselves a lot of the time. But I think they need the biggest and the baddest things. And it's like you know I, I've made I've made a lot of money doing videos, and I still shoot with what you know you could call an
1: amateur camera. Yeah. You know the Sony Six Three Hundred. So um, think going back to your question, mm-hmm. my advice would be probably the thing that um, I realised quickly is there's not like don't expect when you're starting to see, you know, you can see the end goal okay, I'm going to be filming, have my media company, have people working for me but you you can have that goal up there but you don't, there's not a clear path to get to that and that can be off-putting because you feel like how is filming you know this crappy little coffee shop down the road going to get me there yeah, but yeah. it kind of all like unfolds and unravels and you're not meant to know the um way it's all going to pan out because it's random.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So
1: don't don't feel like you have to have plan everything out. Just yeah. do one little step, one little video,
0: one step at a time. And then Wing
1: that it. little Wing video it. will go to that little video and yep. you know, it'll build up, I think.
0: And the thing is once you've done that, you guys are you don't realize with project to project, but you're building a track record. I, you know, me and Noah could sit here and talk about a hundred projects that we've worked on, different ones. And, you know, likewise, if we're on a shoot talking to a client, we can have context on other jobs, et cetera, that we've, you know, we've done all this stuff, guys, the information's in your head. You're either going to use those jobs that you've done, which might seem pointless at the time, as talking points to talk to your client about other stuff that you've done or to add to your track record as in showing, uh, you know, versatility, different types of videos you've done. The fact that, you know, uh, you know, when we only had nightclub videos, I remember it was pretty hard for us to make the case of filming other businesses. And we really wanted to get out of the nightclub stuff. Now we've done a pretty diverse amount of stuff. You've done a lot of interview stuff. I've done a lot of vehicle stuff. Um, not to mention all the other little jobs in between that. We have a more rounded portfolio, so I think, guys, there's going to be a future you who has different ideas and stuff than the than the you now. So I think you want to best set that future you up by just doing as much stuff and tasting as much up front to give that future you character lots lots of context of ref uh, and kind of um, track record.
1: Yeah, you know? and another another thing is obviously everyone listening to this is already doing it by going on yeah. jack's channel yeah, but yeah. i everything i've ever learned about cameras um yeah and yeah. editing has all just been from youtube yeah like i said earlier the starting editing so yeah don't feel disheartened that you don't know how camera settings work yeah so yeah, yeah look up on youtube for free in two minutes yeah yeah and, and the like, stuff the stuff hits
0: you know what it's i mean like
1: crazy how does that's yeah. the thing with the internet there's so yeah. much free information out there it's just who's willing to actually sit there and go through the process like you know Oh, exactly.
0: I, I know that first firsthand. I mean, I, like I said, I've been doing these cold calls this week for the first time. And the process of me doing the cold call was to watch one 15-minute YouTube video where the guy who's been a cold caller for years broke down his strategy and how to, you know... Tonality and stuff like that, and uh, you know, just put a basic script together on the screen, and and went through some of the possible rejections you're gonna get, etc. I watched a 14 minute YouTube video on cold calling, and then cold called a bunch of people. I cold called 26 businesses now, and I have got like four emails. So it's like, you know, the percentage is pretty decent. And all I did, again, teaching myself the process for me was to watch a 15 minute, you know, yeah. YouTube video with a professional, again, um, who would tell me the inside the inside outs of of cold calling. So I still um, use that as my method of learning. I don't go to a school, you know, I dropped out of school when I was 17. You're you're in film school right now, but you're a little bit, you were always a little bit more academically, you know, naturally academic than than I was, I think. But I mean.
1: Yeah. Um, But going back to that, another example is, so I had a wedding booking. Yeah. You know, I've never shot weddings before. And I got it through, I can't even remember, through probably just some random thing. And um the Days before the wedding, I was like freaking out. Like, oh my God, I'm going to have to, I've never filmed a wedding before. It's that like, yeah. big day. What if I mess it up? Went on YouTube, how to film a wedding. Exactly. Watched about, you know, three, four videos yeah. of the different stages, who professionals have been doing it for years, giving yeah. tips. And then I went and shot the wedding and it was absolutely fine. perfect, it's like, exactly. It's just crazy how you can literally learn anything. On the
0: internet. Yeah, I know, and I think the main thing that people struggle with is they just don't fucking want to do it enough. If you guys want to do it, you'll you'll, you'll do it. I think like if you're commenting, how do I how do I do it? You do it by doing it. Like I said, the reason me and Noah to know how to, it's, ed- know how yeah, to edit
1: it's it just sounds stupid, but it's yeah. literally the only way. You
0: do it by fucking doing it. You know, we knew how to edit by the t- literally this makes perfect sense to me. By the time I knew how to edit, I didn't even realize what I'd done. By the time yeah. I knew how to, d- I had no. It was not conscious at all. It was. I see people editing, I want to edit, do it naturally. You didn't think about it, it wasn't like I'm studying English. Yep, yeah, been, been revising English for 40 hours now, or two hours now, whatever. It wasn't like I'm revising something, like I'm revising editing, It was just, I was interested in it, I did it a bunch, and you know, it, it was a constant thing. We would be watching Baker's Tuts, you remember Baker's Tuts? Yeah. Boom, ba- that, that, I mean, we remember the a- name. Yeah. Baker's, he's probably still doing it to this day, man. He, he was the original, it's Jack Cole. Baker's Tuts was the original video production help um, on YouTube. And uh, that's and the reality of the situation. Yeah. Editing help, exactly. Editing help, teaching you how to uh, how to do effects, teaching you about, you know, masking was a big deal then, all sorts. We used to edit solely in After Effects. That's the kind of world we come from. Um, yeah. We used to do, I remember when, when you had a conversation with me one day, you said, Jack, we've been doing it all wrong We've been using After Effects like it's a video editor. After Effects is actually just for for effects. I said, yeah. holy shit, dude, we don't have to do the stairway to heaven anymore. And oh. Noah got me to switch to Premiere about two years I mean, it ago.
1: Took, it took me a while to get you to switch because it when did, I, I, I switched, it was, you know, it's like you're riding a skateboard for 10 years and then you go to scoot. It's like horrible at, exactly. at first. But um, the switch was definitely needed
0: then you start seeing the things and then we found some cheat codes like the automate to sequence for doing the club videos yeah
1: yeah Yeah. so that the automate to sequence worked so well because with the club video because it was just montage sequence Mm -hmm. there wasn't really a storyline yeah so you could just randomize the order they were in dj shot girl uh dancing you know but you could just randomize it so we just, like, cheat-coded it to yep. make it so quick to edit.
0: Yep, and we found this uh, this kind of fast-forward method, which uh, Peter McKinnon made a video about it that Noah sent to me. It was uh, how to edit your videos way quicker or some something like that, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and it was a two-minute video. I was blown when I saw that. And we watched it, and it showed how you could play a song and just press M to add a marker on all the beats and then highlight all your clips and then go to edit, automate to sequence, and add unnumbered markers and it would just put your all your clips in there, chop to the beat, and essentially edit the whole thing for you. And then obviously, you know, you wouldn't have naturally put all the clips where they where that where they end up, because it's automated. So then you just swap everything out. You put the ones that are, you know, are better at the beginning, at the beginning, whatever. And the ones that don't make sense or whatever the case may be. And maybe you tighten up the the M's because you didn't press them exactly on the beat. Whatever like small technicality like that, but it it cut our editing process in half. Like it fully cut our editing process. And
1: don't end. get me wrong, you wouldn't do this for like a project that you really yeah. care about. This was by the time we'd done like, you know, thirty plus 50, events. Yeah. And yeah. we just thought uh, this what you know, it's not a huge event. We don't
0: We're trying to get through it.
1: We're trying to get through it. Yeah. Because And we wanted you know. to find
0: a quick way to get through it. And uh, you know, at this time, guys, we would edit all the videos together. That's the thing, guys. Like but me and Noah both have careers independent, which, you know, he loves he lives in No uh, in and London God, now, yeah. et cetera. But we started everything, the first 30 plus events guys it was all teamed up and it was learning together and obviously we were 17 so the idea of going to a nightclub by yourself and f- documented it, it was a little bit you know beyond us at, at, at that point we wanted to uh, you know the friendship aspect of it the hanging out with each other um aspect to it made it more enjoyable obviously but i yeah. think we literally teamed up like like you know We teamed up, and we just learnt this shit together. And you know, maybe one of us would notice something, have an insight, and then share it with the other one, whatever the case may be. And I think, guys, like, it was a great way to learn, bro. Like in retrospect, it was an awesome way to learn, and it was an awesome way to get very comfortable going to events and uh, going to gigs.
1: Journey together, exactly. Like, it wasn't like you were amazing and I was shit, or the other way. We were both learning at the same time because Mm -hmm. we had different views. You kind of rubbed off on one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it combined. Uh, It combined, and um. You know, I think if you guys are on, a, especially on the younger side, I would team up like genuinely. I mean, like team up with some people, team up with your, one of your friends. Who you think, all right, this person's going to be a good person. Or again, again, if you, if you have a camera uh, or if you don't have a camera, team up with somebody. If you do have a camera and you see some kid who's, you know, making a lot of business moves or whatever, grab him and say, yo, 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 you want to come along here? And, you know, incorporate people. That's the thing. If, yeah. you, if you incorporate people, you team up. Um, you're going to set yourself up to then have a, a much stronger independent career, which means- it, it
1: motivates you more because- if you're yeah. working with someone else, you can kind of push each other to, you know, yep. if you're working by yourself, it is quite hard to motivate yourself sometimes to do the, always. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: hard to consistently stay it. motivated. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: What's some advice for videographers trying to make it in London? Cause you've been there for like eight months, right? So like you've, you've, you've dabbled in the videography scene now for, yeah. for a little bit of
1: time. Um, it's, it's definitely a lot of videographers in London.
0: Yep. That's
1: for sure. Um, And the thing is in London, when you're in a small, like compared to a small town, you're competing with maybe, you know, other videographers, but in London, you're competing with media companies. Yeah. 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 Who
0: have clients. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They're the agencies. They're agencies Agencies and shit. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's like a whole different ballgame. Yeah. But most of it is about who you know. So Mm -hmm. it all goes back to network, I think. Yeah. 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 Because literally a hundred percent of the work I've got in London has been from someone I knew, whether it be the photographer at this nightclub or through that photographer, I met another photographer who does Mm. interviews. And, you know, it all came from networking. Yeah,
0: And And it's such a big place that your networking can have more of an effect. It's like that. If you guys are in the countryside, there's only so much networking you can do because there's only so many businesses that are actively going on that, you know, are going to even be in a position to pass on your services. But if you guys are in a central place, you know, if you guys are in America, New York, Los Angeles, you know Texas, like big markets. London's a big market, it's the biggest market in England. But if you guys are in, you know, not everybody's in England. Only a small percentage of my viewers are in England. Um, you know, if you guys are in a big market, the, you, know, the, the networking and the recommendation side goes, you know, it amplifies even heavier because there's just more people available there.
1: Yeah, and also um, another thing I'd say is if you're, you know, not at the level where you're confident enough to approach like a big business or whatever. Then there's obviously people on Instagram or mm. Facebook that you follow that are doing this stuff, yep. like Jack and stuff. Yep. And you can reach out to them; they'll give you advice, um, yeah, and give you advice and ask, "Can I come along? I'll be dip free. I'll do some behind the yeah, scenes, behind stuff the scenes. Um, yeah. I'll help you out for free. Yeah. Do your video, like do take some pictures of you in
0: action. That's an like, That
1: sounds great. That right? sounds great.
0: Give your services, guys. If you're not getting bookings, if you're in a central place, exactly that. Me and Noah both follow. Five to ten other videographers around here. You know, Eve Pro, he's one, uh, you know, Uh, also one of the UK, hands down. My favorite event videographer made me fucking like his page by a sponsored post. Never liked a sponsored post person ever in my life other than Eve Pro. He clearly smashed it. Um, And, you know, find somebody who's active in your area, who's who's clearly doing it, who's somewhere where you want to be, and offer your services. That's a – I literally had – that's a phenomenal – Phenomenal thing that you said, Noah, because the behind-the-scenes game is so big in the videographer space. A videographer is a funny area where a videographer now in the 21st century kind of needs a videographer because they want behind-the-scenes. And they want you know, their, their Instagram and their Facebook, whatever, um, and their social media, in my case, a vlog. They want behind-the-scenes documentation. That's what the 21st century is about now pretty much, especially with Instagram is showing off what you're doing. So just to build a a bigger, more rich brand that can again go to go to get you more work, having behind the scenes. So literally, that's a great way to get involved, and then you know offer your services, and then just pick the mind of this person who you're going to film these behind the scenes with, or whatever. And you know, all the people that I've
1: met to do with filming and this kind of videography world, they're all willing to help. Everybody, yeah. Um, and you can ask them questions. For example, so I was on. I was just a runner on this shoot which if you don't know what that is you're just doing all the shit things making cups of tea um packing up the bags setting up the tripod, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing um on this like really high budget shoot a few weeks ago um I think the budget was like 50 grand for a one day shooting yeah and they were using like re cameras with sliders and train tracks and you know it was great the whole thing
0: you got to see it all in action
1: um and i just wanted to do, you know they yeah. paid me money yeah not amazing money but yeah. you know good hourly rate yeah i just went and i was just asking them questions okay so how Soaking up? up info to link up that. Yeah. why are you t- changing that and you know those focus pullers there and yes yeah. the whole thing was just um the only reason i was there is to suck all the yeah, information Amazing. I can amazing. And um, you know, it's fun being on shoot because yeah. another thing that I learned is all the like technical terms they use, like all the lingo mm. on the sets. It's so you can't really learn that any no, other way. No, 100%, 100%. hundred percent, um so yeah, I'd just say get out there and work for people, even for free. Get involved.
0: That's it, get involved.
1: Get involved, yeah, right? Get
0: involved.
1: get involved in anything, get involved with a
0: videographer. Get involved with it with a shoot that's going on. Go on meetup.com and find videography groups and go meet them if you if you're in a big place. Go go and find, you know, they'll be asking for extras to come and volunteer for music videos. Be one of those extras. See what that set looks like. Even if you're an actor in the thing, see what the set looks like by going to yeah. be an extra in that or something like that. you know? Hey,
1: pictures, ask questions so everything. Why did you put that light there instead of behind it. Or, exactly, you know, exactly. Anything. Exactly. Anything.
0: And you'll build yourself up. And I think that's a great way to end it, bro. Is just get involved, guys. Get like the reason me and Noah are here, where we're able to make even a slightly money. Don't don't get it twisted. We're not professionals. At twenty five, yeah, I'll probably to. consider myself a professional. You know, and and yeah, maybe I mean, not even. How old that, are
1: you? You're twenty. Aren't you? Twenty I'm,
0: exactly. I'm twenty as well.
1: So yeah. we're, we're like I yeah. I'm totally the beginning. Uh, yeah, we're um,
0: totally at the beginning.
1: Yeah, I would definitely not say I'm a professional by any means. No, but,
0: well, I mean, the funny um, thing is, is, technically, by the by the by, by, by the definition of the word professional, we are professionals because we get paid for this. But.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, In a more, way. Yeah, I, like, like, yeah. I don't
0: feel like I feel like a fucking noob, bro. That's yeah. for sure. I feel like a little, um, yeah. you know, a little newbie. um But at the end of the day, guys, that's 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 how we got into this point of some knowledge that at least we could sit down for over an hour and discuss our track record, where we come from, what we've been through. Is by getting involved. That's what we did. We got fucking involved right off the bat yeah. when the money wasn't obvious. We got involved when when we you know we we. Split 10 pound a piece we got involved uh, when we went went to fucking London on a six-hour coach to, to split 20 quid at the end of it. That was the profit we had. Free. Free. We got the whole fucking event. involved. We would be in the minus for the events that we go to film. You know what I mean? So yeah get involved yeah. guys that's the name of the game seriously is getting involved and understanding that like if you're not at a place where you want to be today get involved every single you know chance you get and the future you will be at that place and the, the time will pass sooner than you realize that's the thing man
1: yeah. um but like your future self will 100 that's what you as you to say to me yeah my future self will thank me for putting in the time that yep. like the uncultural hours
0: now exactly bro just like and and that is the most obvious thing man is the future self you'll become him sooner than you know i've been doing youtube yeah. for 22 months now i remember uploading the first video when i didn't even have an office now 22 months have just passed and now i'm left with the result um it's jack cole hundred thousand subscriber youtuber that's who i am now 22 months later i wasn't that person 22 months ago because you know i i, I was at the beginning uh that's a that's a you know example to show you guys that Time passes. You just do every day and then time passes and then you're left with a result after the time has passed. So focus on doing shit every day. Don't worry about the time. Don't worry about the future version because, you know, it'll morph into something you didn't even understand or the limited context you have. You couldn't have even imagined what you'll become. That's the reality of the situation. So Noah, phenomenal episode, bro. Tell everybody where to go. Check you out.
1: Um, You can check me out on Instagram at Noah Archer with three R's at the end. No
0: Archer with three R's. Obviously, everything's linked down below, guys. Check them out. Yeah, um, out. And um, thank you for having me on. It was, it was a
1: pleasure. Legend, it was good bro. to go back and revisit all their memories that I haven't thought about for years. It so. was,
0: man. It's That's absolutely good. crazy. It's uh, it's absolutely nuts going back. Phenomenal episode. Smashed it. If you guys have watched to the end, you you know about us now. I guess you know what I mean. We're 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 best friends now. You know, you've you've been filled in on us. And uh, thank you guys for watching. It was a journey. Thank Take you. it easy. Make money. Making videos. Podcast. Episode number eight, over and out.